Hello, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that don't know and are new to these um, these podcasts, I'm a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner, and a seer. Um, I offer the Cool Wound Healing Program, the Life Purpose per, uh, Program, as well as Sacred Union sessions and one-to-one coaching and healing. The website again is sacredspacehealing.org. If you have appreciated these podcasts and wish to show that appreciation, you can do so by sharing a link on your social media page, sharing with friends and family, um, leaving a lovely review on the iTunes page, um, or you can donate, and you can donate by going to the website sacredspacehealing.org, and there's a donate button there in the drop-down menu. Um, All donations go straight back into creating free content. As I like to say, I'm not affiliated to anyone, I'm not selling anything, um, I am not part of any organisation. Um, I don't bring guests onto the show, not because I don't want to have guests on the show, but because um, I want to keep the energy as pure and clear as possible. Um, I don't use uh, marketing tricks or techniques. I don't have anyone who's managing my social media, not because I can't do that. I could, I choose not to. I keep it as real as possible. It's literally me, my laptop and a microphone in my home. You can hear birdsong, doors slamming. Um, you can hear me you know, kind of stuttering over things. Nothing is edited. It's all as if we were in the room together. I keep it as real, raw and authentic as possible. So it is as if we were having a session together. And I don't think that's ever going to change. I just think the slickness is, we don't know what we're getting. It's all kind of edited mishmash. So this is keeping it real. And if keeping it real is your way and you appreciate it, then donate to appreciate. Um, Head over to the website. Okay, so today I'd like to shine a light on the, pe- the kind of people that we have in our life. Um, I did a post on social media recently saying the wrong people can ruin your life. And it's something I've come to realise over many, many years. Um, you know, when I first, well, God, when I was like a teenager and in my 20s and stuff, I had this belief that you know part of my role in life was to help people. In fact, I really, really enjoyed it. I still do. It's why I'm a healer. But... Um, If there was a lost soul, someone who was confused about their life or a bit low, there I'd be, you know, there I am, kind of holding their hand and helping them and supporting them. And I always felt that that was our kind of role in life, is to help people that need help, who are less fortunate than us. And that it's okay to have friendships like that and people like that in our lives, because that's what it's all about. You give, and then at some point it gets returned to you. And it took me a really, really long time to realise that what I'd done is kind of just surrounded myself with a lot of really toxic people who were sort of just depleting me and ruining me and taking what they could get for free. But they weren't really giving anything back in return because they were too damaged. They didn't really understand how to do that. And they had healthier dynamics with other people because other people weren't trying to rescue them or save them or help them. They were just engaging with them at that level. And I wasn't doing that. I was trying to like you know, assist them and lift them higher. And in some ways, you could say that's a kind of arrogance because who am I to try and do that? But part of being a healer and a seer means that you can see someone's fullest potential. And so in everyday life, it means that you see their full potential and you think, oh, wow, if you just took a step in that direction, your whole life could change. But um, the connection needs to be reciprocal. And what I was finding was that a lot of these people, the connection was not reciprocal. And that when it came to it being my turn, and me needing help, and me needing that support, they weren't around. Because, of course, they had pigeonholed me into their life as the support, as the rock. Many, many years ago, I was in my very early 20s, 
I remember someone that I was um, studying with, and he said to me that people in his life, he had compartmentalized them, really, on how useful they were to him. I still meet people like this. You know, we're told this, aren't we, that you should have your inner circle, and your inner circle should be made up of people that are better than you in some way, have more money, more influence, so that you can rise up. And I've said this before, if we're all doing that, then what kind of relationships are we going to have? Because we're never going to really relate to people that we feel have less than us, but actually may have more than us in other ways, or we're never just actually just going to relate to people. And I've never looked at relationships like that, but I know a lot of people who do, is that they only surround themselves, their inner circle is only made up of people who are inspirational, aspirational in some way. And it's taken me a really long time to realise that there's actually something quite healthy about that, if it's not done in a kind of Machiavellian way. As in, you surround yourself with people who uplift you, who make you feel good, who celebrate you, who applaud you, who uh, inspire you. You don't surround yourself with people who are so wounded that when you succeed, they get jealous, or they try and pull you down, or they're secretly plotting how to bring you down, or they're copying you or emulating you um, behind closed doors. And I think um, as we move forwards in this crazy time that we find ourselves in, it's worth having a look at our inner and outer circles, if you want to call it that, and just say, who do I have in my life that actually makes me feel genuinely really good? I had friendships for a really long time where you'd achieve something and then your friend, my friend, would put me down. I remember achieving something once um, that I wanted for a really long time and I told my mate on the phone and the first thing she said to me was, how did you manage to get that then? In this really kind of annoyed, pissed off tone. And then when I actually went and, and did this project, her only feedback to me was, you were the wild card, they took a risk on you. And it really hurt and I remember at the time thinking as a sensitive, as an empath, I'm being too sensitive, Amber, come on, rise above. She didn't mean it that way, making excuses for her. And what I've come to realize is when those red flags come up, when you feel hurt, when you feel stung, especially if you're a sensitive or an empath, it's because that person's intention wasn't good. It wasn't loving. Really, you know, a loving response is, that's amazing, I'm so proud of you. You were incredible. I loved it, or whatever. You know, that like that's a loving response. So... I think we get the red flags. And one of the things I'm going to shine a light on today is how many red flags are you going to get before you say, these people are toxic, these people are not right for me? What's your baseline? What's your limit? Is it three strikes and you're out? Ten strikes, 20 strikes? Like, what is it? When will it be enough? And only you can draw that line in the sand. I don't think anyone gives us that information or we get it from a book. I think you say, how many chances do you give an individual or individuals in your life? before the toxicity starts to become something that it's getting in the way of genuine connection. Um, you, you know, I, I've always felt that I've had a kind of unspoken <laughs> number of times, and then suddenly it's enough and I'm done and I walk away. And I know a lot of people are like that, actually. Um, but it's, it's for you. It's for you to create that for yourself. Because the wrong people in our lives can destroy us. They give us the wrong advice. They misdirect us. They don't support us. They're not there when we need them. They let us down. Um, I think one of the greatest ways in which toxic people in our lives can destroy us is misdirection. You know, taking us down pathways of drugs, alcohol, behavior that isn't good for us, connections that aren't good for us, advice that isn't right for us, because they're motivated by their own woundedness. When someone loves you unconditionally, um, when someone has got... Um, a healthy relationship with themselves that will 
ripple out into their connection with you and your life um, and everyone's life, right? And when someone is unhappy with themselves and and fueled with their own woundedness, that's going to seep out as well. And often toxic people are people that aren't very happy with themselves. So, you know, in the example of this ex-friend who said, how did you manage that? She had so much self-loathing and felt she was such a failure and wasn't pursuing her dreams was the bottom line. There were things that she wanted to do that she just wasn't getting motivated to do. And she used watching me as inspiration, but then resented me succeeding because it made her feel that she was failing. And that was her own woundedness. It wasn't anything I was doing. I was just living my life. So if there's anything that we can take out of the craziness of the world right now, I think it is to really look around and say, you know, what in my life is serving me and what in my life isn't and who is helping me be my best self and who isn't. And if they're not, you don't have to push them away and get angry and have a huge row with them. You can let go with grace as well. It's entirely up to you how you choose to let go. And another thing I've noticed, my final word on this actually, on toxic people in our lives is that it's quite hard to get rid of them. As in, you know, what they all tend to do is gaslight you. They'll have an excuse. They'll say, oh, I'm a really good person or this happened or that happened. And they'll put it back on you. So you end up feeling guilty. People who have dealt with their stuff and are self-aware tend to take responsibility. Like They tend to say, I'm sorry that happened. Um, I'm sorry I did that. Um, and if you want to walk away, I respect that. People who haven't will use phrases like, I'm sorry that you feel, which is a gaslighting phrase. Because ultimately what that phrase is saying is, oh, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but that's not what actually happened. Um, and it makes you feel kind of, twitchy and small and gaslit basically um or they'll put stuff on you they'll have a million and one reasons why that thing happened or they'll deny it they'll say i don't remember that never happened whereas people who've dealt with their stuff and actually are pretty healthy in their boundaries and their relationships will acknowledge and say i apologize for my behavior it was not my intention or i apologize for my behavior i apologize for hurting you and that's it um and i know that from experience i know that from the way that i've kind of experienced gaslighters but also I know that from myself as in if there's something I've done and someone says to me you did this and you hurt me and harmed me in some way and it wasn't my intention I immediately apologize but I don't say I'm sorry that you feel or come up with all these excuses and the only times when I ever used to do that in my past was when I hadn't looked at my stuff so it takes a kind of um a soul that's looked at their stuff to own up when something not so great has happened so look out for those kind of people in your life as well. You know, do they always have an excuse? Do they gaslight you? Do they put you down? Do you not feel so great around them? Do you get physically sick around them? Do you feel depleted? Are you always being misdirected? You know, do you always have that mate who gets you very drunk? Or that mate that always, you know, kind of says you should go out with so-and-so and is never happy when you're going out with so-and-so? Just have a little scan, have a little look around and see are there people in your life that are uplifting you or are there people in your life that are possibly destroying you? The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace, and abundance. Until the next time.